Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Normally, our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's exactly like a 48-hour challenge. And in this case, that's what we did. Just like the year before, the crew and friends of the Story Machine 9000 all participated in the Tree City Film Festival 50-hour challenge. And just like last time, we wanted to make a podcast episode about it. The night started as it does every year, at the kickoff meeting where we received our criteria. And Chris was there with a microphone to capture the team's thoughts before the competition began. All right, so, Chad Dankert, what do you hope, what genre do you hope we don't get? I hope we don't get silent film. Why? I guess silent film wouldn't be that bad. No, I wouldn't be okay. I just don't want to get musical again. I'd like to get science fiction, maybe. I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, like not like a effects-heavy like spaceship sort of deal, but like a, you know, like some, something a la Black Mirror would be kind of fun. It's hard for me to pick one because I could, I think I could honestly have fun doing anything, but yeah, I'd be excited for sci-fi. I'd be excited for horror. That would be fun. I mean, something that pushed us outside of our box would be because we normally go in the humor route. Justin Teal. What genre do you hope we get? I don't really know which genre there are to hope for. If you could pick any genre. I'm bad at this. Don't ask me this question. (laughs) So for those keeping track at home, you've been hearing the voices of Chris Wegman, myself, Chad Dankert, and Justin Teal. And Dave Ailing showed up shortly before things got started. Dave Dave Ailing, are you psyched for the 50 hour this year? I think... I think I'm excited as I am every year, which is like halfway excited. Because what, someone, like the other half is filled with terror. What genre do you not want to get? Uh, I think the obvious answer is musical. Um, or like horror. That might be hard because we're jokey people. What, what genre are you looking forward to? What, what do you want? We've never had Buddy Cop. I don't know if that's a thing, but I feel like that would be fun. It was right about then that Jen Archer, the executive director of the Sylvania Community Arts Commission, and one of the organizers of the competition, took the stage. Do you haven't been involved with us before? There is going to be a line of dialogue. Here is your name, a prop, and a location that you need to include in your movie. You're going to draw your genre based on the one that you came in. Before we knew it, the moment of truth had come. Oh, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. So, many options. Yeah. so, so you can't hear what's happening. Dave is about to walk up and uh, pick our genre. He's really intense right now. Oh, that's what he wanted. Wait, wait, <laughs> buddy comedy. Buddy comedy. <laughs> no, I think this is buddy comedy. Oh, but he wanted buddy. <laughs> It's perfect. Buddy comedy. comedy. Oh, buddy comedy. It's almost like buddy comedy. It's almost like buddy comedy. Buddy comedy. Wow. That's like right in our... I know. (laughs) So in addition to buddy comedy, this was the other criteria. The name was Uriah Cook, one of Sylvania's first residents. The line was, you can't see the forest for the trees. The prop was a blue ribbon, and the location was Sylvania's historic village. And like most podcast episodes, it didn't take long before the team began ideating. What are good buddy comedies? We can start dropping those right now. For using the nice guys, um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, Step Brothers would be a great definitely buddy comedy. Definitely. So like, is Buddy limited into two? No. Yeah. Usually. Traditionally. Traditionally. But Three Amigos, I would say, is a buddy comedy. Okay, so like, but we could start to eliminate, I mean, we know that we're not going to have a huge Dumb and Dumber. So like, Dumb and Dumber. Definitely, like, by definition. It was at this point that kickoff meetings started to wind down a little bit. So the team decided to migrate back to the office to meet up with the remaining team members. Nick Lake, Brandon Reeves, and Samantha Gentle. All right, buddy comedy. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. So, real quick, before we started, we just threw out a few. Big Mm -hmm. Lebowski, Shrek, Nice Guys, Step Brothers, Dumb and Dumber. Okay, that is definitely oh, we, you. Yeah, we, yeah, Nick texted yeah, the group. He he mentioned the Cornetto trilogy, so basically anything with like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, and, for sure. You know, and we did say Shaun that like is definitely a buddy like, comedy. Yeah. A buddy cop movie is 
by extension, a buddy comedy. Yeah, so like yeah. your lethal weapons. I mean, I think I think Nick's Nick's example is really a, a real excellent one because you know you've got that that trilogy of films, and for the most part, they're all buddy comedies, they're but all they all take place they all have different settings. Whether yeah. it's a zombie movie, cop movie, or apocalypse movie, right? And so it's it's almost has less to do with it, it has more to do with the circumstance than anything. Yes, yeah. that's why it's so good. I mean, but if I guess to the point. Do we want to talk tropes? Or, mm. or do we talk There's tropes or we could talk about the other the other criteria. That's usually where we go if we're stuck on the genre. Okay. Yeah. Pretty quickly, we started to recognize the challenge of beginning with a really broad genre like buddy comedy. So we started to explore extra criteria in the hope that it might spark something. This person's name is Whack. Like, yeah. real Whack. Uriah Cook? U- Uriah. Yeah. It's very, like... Amish. Turn of the century. <laughs> and the line Just, is, yeah. um, <laughs> you can't see the forest for the trees. I actually thought about breaking that up a little bit, like, when I heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't see the forest. And then someone else is like, for the trees. Like, they're trying to save the trees. Like, for the trees. Yeah. Like so, like, like, I almost, like, reject it. To, like, like, take it a different way. Yeah, just to, like, take it, but, yeah, like, use it in a different way. Because it's so pointed, like, mm-hmm. creatively figure out another way to work it in. I mean, the, the blue ribbon kind of makes me think of awards. Yeah. Definitely, like, like best in show. Like county fair, best county in fair, show. County fair, dog show. Yeah. yeah. The blue ribbon. Yeah, something about it. It could be the, it could be the target. Or, that seems like the, the immediate, easy... Or, uh-huh. yes, I think we should, we should make a point that, like, the story could go, yeah. could be that. Or the, the, the blue ribbon could be, like, Someone who you who won like you know like like has been a has been so yeah. so it could either be like it could be the thing you're aspiring to get or it could be some sort of like memory past of the past memory. of, of, of like past accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, any additional criteria didn't really open any doors. So we haven't landed on anything yet. No, but we're still in that. But there are some interesting amorphous. characters who have de- developed. In full disclosure, this went on for a long time, and we developed some pretty bizarre ideas. What about those like uh, steel log sawing competitions? The character could be this ancient sage that lives in the historical village, and he could be training people to do cool shit. For some reason, when you said that, <laughs> I thought of like thumb wrestling. <laughs> it's like low stakes kung fu, but low like, <laughs> like as a farce, someone kickstarted like a they like did the Kickstarter to do like a new government. And then things truly started to fall apart. And I'll spare you some of the details, but we talked for nearly two hours, hemming and hawing about these two friends who, for better or worse, want to create their own country with its own government. Like, it starts with this idea of, like, you go from, like, Wouldn't it be great just to have your own country? Yeah, like, right. Using your basic ideas. Yeah, and then you realize that, like, it's... You it actually revolt. Yeah, like this is bigger than we ever thought it was, and yeah. there's responsibility, and we never thought about wanting responsibility. And you either just go back to point A, or they they evolve out of it. They've been they've been like given this like mantle of responsibility, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and the choice is what do we do with it? Would be like the character arc. Because once you have enough money, you'd buy a plot of land and secede, and then you'd be yeah. then you try and be your own country. So it all take place on that plot of land. Yeah, you know. I mean, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you don't want me to get like real like technical on this, no, the, so like, there's do they make stories this? about people who have done this, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You can't just do that in the U.S. Yeah, but people sure, have done. Yeah, that. they they have. Yes, yeah, there are yeah. actual stories of people who have done yeah. this. I don't believe. This. I'm gonna pull up a. There are. Because it's podcast. No, I agree. I understand because because I realize there's like a disconnect. Yeah, I don't know what the dream sequence is because I'm like, what does the utopia look like? Both of them are one of them. Realize that like life sucks the way it is now. Wouldn't it be great if we owned our own country? And convinces the other one that owning your own country would be a good thing. So, so wait, wait. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Like that is like that visual is like how do we get how do we film that tomorrow? Okay, wait, like, wait, 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 let's go back to something. Wait. Eventually the idea began to get away from us after a debate about whether or not what we were creating was a proper story with three acts or simply a skit with a setup and a punchline. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it all like a skit, but again, it's a short story, so I don't know if we can actually do mm-hmm. yeah. total transformation yeah. in this. We, may, we Maybe we're missing it because this does feel skitty. It does a little bit. That like, they, um, 
they ultimately just decided to like quit and go back to who they were, which is a skit. Like yeah, there's no yeah, transformation yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Like the trend like if we want to work a transformation in, we're gonna have to do something bigger than this. I think it's still skit. <clears throat> I've never had a debate about whether something's a skit or a it's the story or not. Like it, it, I don't I think comedy maybe I'm not like skits. Maybe, does, but maybe I'm not like thinking about it that way. Like I've never thought to limit ourselves or to, or to self-edit ourselves into a maybe we shouldn't do a skit. Like I, I don't know. Like I no, feel I think, like I, think I feel like stalled was a skit. Here, what? Dave's referencing our 2014 submission to the Tree City Film Festival about a man who was held hostage in a bathroom stall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to poo-poo it because we've like yeah. have put a lot of like mental effort into trying to find this idea and make mm-hmm. it work. Um, but we've also tested a lot of like concepts that I think we could adapt fairly quickly into other things. I just like, I want to make sure everybody's like likes it because I do think it was one of those things where it was like the first idea that, that went out. I think maybe like, are we talking about like starting from scratch again or, or not? Because if like the whole thing is like, uh, is this a sketch or is it not? I, I don't know. I mean, we can, we can story our way out of a sketch to have character conflict change. The big thing that you're missing is change. So I don't want to scrap a potentially good idea just because we feel like it's sketchy. But then is it a good idea? Well, the fact that we have been going at this for two and a half hours and we haven't landed on it either means that we're drinking too much beer or like we haven't... Drinking too much cool, refreshing PBR. (laughs) Delicious PBR or... Which is giving us all the good ideas. I mean, maybe maybe we're barking up a dead dog's ass right now. For the record, this is not the first time we've had this type of conversation in the writer's room. Yeah. Do you guys not remember last year? No, I did. We went, we went to almost midnight before with Dead Ed. Really? Yeah, yeah we, we went did. to almost midnight before, and we just like all walked away, and Josh or Chris or one of them wrote the script at night. Like, And we came And we then came we read back. it. And we, <laughs> we read it in the morning, and we were like, oh shit, Like, we actually were kind of onto something. I wrote it at night. Yeah, no, I mean, like, if, I, if I had to be honest, I think like we're at that point where we're probably at too many people. Yeah, but like I mean, I guess, I mean so, it happened yeah. the first year, and then it happened the year we got musical, when we just like came back in the morning. And yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we have well, definitely the have the most people. Had a pretty good idea the next morning. Yeah. We have the most people we've ever had, and like, there's obviously fundamental differences between like what we should do here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've really nailed, if in my opinion, like we've yeah. nailed an idea, but we've yeah. also we've also gotten pretty close. where like, people were aligning towards something to make yeah yeah which is like one direction that the like we've we've (laughs) that like we've all we we also know from experience that like sometimes you just have to like go in the direction that the energy goes it's always difficult to scuttle your boat but we all agreed sometimes you simply need to go back to the board maybe what we do is we just we put the like what if we had our own country thing in the parking lot for now like as True. We can get more sleep now and start earlier tomorrow. Like, as something that had energy behind it, and we just spend the next, like, 20 minutes riff, just, like, unabashedly riffing about a new idea. So we literally wheeled in a whiteboard and started pitching with the idea that we would vote on a concept that had the most energy behind it. I would say our personal challenge is to, like, just throw as much shit as possible at the board. Bloody comedy. Road trip. There you go. Road trip to somewhere. As always, get the girl. Get the girl. Get the guy. Plus, I say get the guy because if we have multiple dudes, it could be the guy helping the girl get the guy. In the end, the girl gets the her friend. What? (laughs) 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 Moving on. That's too. That's too deep. Yeah, I rob comped it, but it's a funny comedy because the guy and the girl. The guy who gets the girl. The guy and the girl are best. The guy and the girls. Instead of helping to get the guy. Why are you reading this now? Instead of getting the girl, it's getting the guy, but her friend. She falls for her friend instead. Idea number three Buddies at the end of the world. Buddies at the end of the world. Yeah, coming of age, moving, life change. Why don't we do the uh, the future thing? Who wants to go to the future with me? Time okay, travel. the time travel. Looking at our options, the team didn't feel great. 
and as you can hear, started busting out the snacks. What, two minutes? This is, All right. This is the worst. This is so bad. <laughs> so here. This is okay. a perfect way to do yeah. this. Wait. Like, is it really? So, yes. I don't, Wait, I'm time out. Time out. Just like, I are three hours into a basically a legit, useless podcast. I have a legit thing to say that we, or options. One is that we could, like, see what people want to do, which could help because it could create some okay. sort of, like, consensus. Or we could do... Like the old school, one round of people hold up like the number of the thing that you most associate with if you have one that you care about. And then we can see if we reach some sort of consensus. Ultimately, we decided that everyone gets two points to assign to one of the ideas on the board, and we started tallying up the votes. We get one? Yeah, that end of the world thing is kind of intriguing, but I still like the coming of age one, too. That's, the <laughs> That's what we're saying. You could have two. Yeah. Oh, so do two? do two. So one for... End of the world one for... I'm kind of with Dave, though, like, where, like, the end of the world has a lot of room to play. Yeah. yeah so, like, that's fine. Yeah. You get to, like, craft that. I'll put one there. You know? They won't and then I'll put one really? under uh, the personal ad. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, the... I like I, both of them. I guess, yeah. I guess the way that I was thinking of <laughs> is that, like, if one of these, like, has more weight to it and people have passion, mm. you could at least think about it tonight and come in tomorrow and say, hey... I like coming of age, and here's like the straw man of a story that I was thinking about. Because we're all going to go to sleep thinking about this thing. Is there anyone else who needs to make a tally? I've only made one. I don't know right how many people have made two. Uh, <laughs> I put two on one. Finally, we started to regain some alignment. Like, people are aligning with this idea of a coming of age story. We can say, what what are the things? They're moving out of there? something. It's the end of their world. And and we could, yeah. I mean, it yeah. could be a it could be a metaphorical end of the world, or it could be a literal. And you're moving the last two people at the end of the world. I was thinking like actual end of the world, like the guy, like two guys are still like walking around this desolate place, like yeah. dude. I was I'm even still a virgin. Like I've never even, <laughs> I've never even banged anybody. Well, before. I even kept going back to like that Jay's at the bottom where they're standing outside the store where like a meteor like crashes. Yeah, you want to hang out? Yeah, and yeah. maybe they're yeah. okay. Maybe they're, okay. last, they're the last people to move off the planet. Yeah, yeah they're well, right. It's ending. And in that moment, we had the beginnings of the film that we would ultimately create. So before calling it a night, Nick Lake agreed to put pen to paper and write a treatment that we could all react to the following morning. The next day, everyone met for breakfast. All right, so I, I have not read Nick's thing yet. Should I read that? I could give you the summary. Yeah. If you guys want. So the premise of his, which I, I prefaced it, or I said to Justin before you guys got here, that I, I liked the main idea. And the main idea was, was essentially end of the world. The population is leaving via these arcs and you have to have a ticket to get on one of our characters has a ticket the other one doesn't it's the it's sort of they're like a dead ed type of character yeah. duo Got one it. is more responsible one is like you're good natured but not as responsible person I like the idea of like we're trying to escape the earth like we're trying to get away for whatever reason and one of us has a thing and the other doesn't and maybe primary characters like I'm gonna try and get you a ticket, and the other guy's like, I don't really give a shit. I don't know. Whatever that relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. works out, I like the idea. I think it, we could we could play that idea out. Mm-hmm. The only justice to it, but I, but that's just yeah. an idea to Chris's yeah. point. I don't know if we have to keep it or not, but yeah, like okay. as a whole, there was something that there was like enough that I think we could latch onto for like fun that you could play up as like either the whole population is already gone except for these two, or it's in the middle of it, or it's the very beginning of it. Like you know, you could go a bunch of different ways with it. Because I was like, too, if you wanted, like, a redeeming or some sort of arc in, like, Nick's original thing is, like, in the end, they, like, give up their tickets to, like, yeah, or something. That would, like, then, like, so, because a buddy comedy probably, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to, like, go and steal a ticket in a buddy comedy. And then, like, yeah. So you're, then, I mean, end, you're though, right. they, they, they decide that to give it to, like, little girls or, or something. From here on out, it really becomes a conversation about the specific motives of the two heroes and how they plot to get an extra ticket to leave a dying Earth. And what about story about one of them leaving? Yeah, sort of. That I think that's where I'm trying to go. Is like getting at the very base of like before we even get into character, like whatever these two these two people are in. Yeah, could we start to answer like fundamental questions? Yeah, they're best friends. They're best friends. Yeah, Yeah. cool. All right. Because then that helps us decide like what we do. Right. Write it down. Yep. (laughs) Are they friends? Yes. (laughs) Best friends. Best friends. Check. Check. Yes. Best friends. 
of like Mozart and Mozart's friend. <laughs> Skrillex? Yeah. <laughs> and to by being best friends, like, are, I mean, are they single, right? Are, like, did they, are they like the only two that kind of have in each other's lives? I mean, in, in um, so, this is only prefaced on one of the scenarios. In Nick's original idea, the, the main character had a family who had already left. Okay. And that was why he was leaving. So, like, but that doesn't, I mean, if we want to make it where, like, oh, like, he decides to stay and sort of, like, live dangerously, too, that yeah. doesn't really work if, like, well, I'm going to just, like, abandon my yeah. family on secondary, you know? If it, was, if it was, like, oh, I have a successful career and, like, I have a bunch of money and, like, a life, but I can throw that all away, you know, that's different. Right. I just want it to be... I just want it to be Earth 2, brought, to, brought, brought to you by Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> like you know, like the minute we start colonizing space, it's going to be like branded like, a well, like Amazon, that's, that's, Amazon that's, or something. Yeah. That's why I, I yeah. referenced Idiocracy like, oh, as well. Yeah. I was like, yeah. like what if, what if the big thing like, if we do play like Nick's thing is that like we basically just like totally fucked up Earth One. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like as a as a race, and you could play that in like Earth Two, more Earth. Yeah. yeah. But so to go back to it, like, are, so are these two like? Best friends they hang out every day, or well, they're they're best friends, but they're they're adults. So I just mean like if one left, is the other one gonna be like devastated? Yeah, are they are they Harry and Lloyd? Because like that ma- I mean that matters uh-huh. to like the story. That's true. Like like if you moved yeah. away, I'd be like well, see ya, Chris. Yeah. Like, be sad. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll message you on Facebook. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I guess you know because they're not they're not like really young guys I, I sort of imagine that even though they've got this bond because they've, they've known each other for a long time but they're living separate lives yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean but like are they the only friends they have like is each other kind of like is that a thing or? yeah it, I, I, I hear what you're saying I think it would yeah. be different if, they, if all they had was each other and the yeah. one, ha- one had an opportunity but the other one didn't yeah. as opposed to like well I'm Otherwise, it becomes an exercise in, in, in weighing their family versus their friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, see you later. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that makes things and, easier, yeah. too. Yeah. So, like, yeah, two friends, one has a ticket, one doesn't. Now, the blue ribbon was the ticket, by yeah, the way. I know. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. Well, that's, I'm telling Josh, he didn't read it. I know. I, just, I guess um, I kind of assumed, but so, um, you could dress it up a little bit, maybe. Now, we... Uh, Josh and I, I were talking again. I could believe it. Maybe that's how they get delivered, like through candy bars. <laughs> and you can it see it, this, opening it. it goes into the sponsorship thing that Josh was talking about. Or, or <laughs> it's like some sort of crazy lottery. That's how you. Oh, it's because he, like, he drank like a bunch of Mountain Dew. Or like, like sponsored by. Or like Amazon. Like you get it in like every Amazon Prime order. You get like there's a chance to get the is, ticket. Is there like is it like a Mountain Dew or like is it a sponsored weird thing because it's a buddy comedy and like stuff doesn't matter or do we try to make it like realistic and like it's PBR. Okay. Could it? Dude, you have to drink a bunch of PBR. Oh you get the blue ribbon. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, I so personally good. love that too. Yeah. And then it's like, it, it plays into the, this realm of like, there's a little bit of like a social commentary slash alleg- uh, the allegory of, is it allegory, whatever else. Like, by, by corporate greed, we've destroyed the world. And to save it, it's like a sponsored thing. Yeah. <laughs> like everything. I mean, yeah. All right. So it, there could be a couple different ways, right? So how they go about getting stuff back. It could be both like, it could be like mundane, and it, it could also just be um, like like a quest, right? So think of um, what if what if um, they find out along the way. I'm totally spinning this, but that through like the distribution of these, these yeah. things get packed into like six packs or twelve packs, yeah. and there there are only so many per state. So we could work like some sort of road trippy aspect if we need to, or visiting different like convenience centers and things. It's very much like the 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 opening, not the opening sequence, but one of the 
the first 30 minutes of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. right? Yeah. Or like, like you didn't hear like there's a, like no ticket was fit. There's another ticket, you know. And you play up like the hijinks between them and the people they interact with. Or that could be a quick montage that leads them to like we're never gonna find it. We have to steal one yeah. if we want to do like the. So it's at this point I should have mentioned that it was also St. Patrick's Day, and a group of rowdy fun runners had just walked in. And as a result, things are getting a little hard to hear. So we decided to finish our brainstorm someplace else and talk a little bit more about the characters. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to catch up with the team post-breakfast where we really start to define some of the details of our story. We'll be right back. And we're back. Like I said before the break, now we're going to catch up with the team. And I guess I guess the thing would be like, do we... Do we want to do we want to talk big picture ideas of the story, or do we want to talk about like the characters a little more? What works? What's easier for people? What do they like better? I mean, I, it, I feel like if we, if we talk about the characters, just a, like not not the labor, but just talk about the characters just a little bit more, so we know how they're going to react to specific situations. Mm-hmm. In other words, if we decide to go the route of one ticket or no ticket or fake ticket. Mm-hmm. By virtue of knowing these characters and how they would react, it'll help us make informed decisions. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. That's fine. Yeah. So like the, the one of, we said, mm-hmm. one character feels it was pre- we all kind of aligned on. Let's just say character one for right now. Mm-hmm. We said his thing is that his main thing is he's trying to like keep his friend, mm-hmm. right? That's what we said. I don't know if that like works right, so or not. Kind of so it would be that his here. his main objective was like I want I'm going to do whatever I can. To ensure that, like, yeah. we're together yeah. in so, this future state. So could it could it be could it be simplified as he's just like extremely loyal? Or yeah. Is that, is that not the right? No, I think I what, yeah yeah I think that works. Mm-hmm. Like he's the loyal guy, right? Mm-hmm. So and then just to get like specific loyal in what in what way, right? Like is he gonna like listen to his friend and do do what he says no matter what, or is he just like extremely dedicated to his friend and so he's willing to do. Anything to like stay I think he's together. Dedicated because yeah, yeah th- I think there's more conflict there. Where the other, you know, it's like it's like if I want to help you and you're like I don't need help and you're right. like well I'm gonna help you because yeah. like I'm dedicated to helping you, you know. Yeah. And Josh had made a comment right before we left that like could we push ourselves out of like just the the sort of trope successful of dead friend, end. yeah the friend. successful and unsuccessful if yeah, we yeah. can uh-huh. and I, I think it'd be cool to put like see if we can do it really fast. We'd have to land on other like things. So it would be if it's not successful and unsuccessful, is it like is one of them like super like skittish and nervous or something? I mean, just throwing things out there, there's things like if the one guy's like super into his phone or is that like his tick or whatever that like he's always on his phone or something? So um, but Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it isn't like successful unsuccessful or like successful and lazy. Could it, yeah, because you could do like you could do nervous and like calm, right? As in, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking like the one character who, in some of the scenarios where like, he goes like I don't need, I don't really need to go like like I don't want to go, that would be like a calm character. They're like they're like I'm fine with like the way things are. Yeah, you know, or in some of the other scenarios, like a nervous character, like if one of the people was really nervous, then their friend would be like, well, I'm gonna help you by like finding you a ticket because that will make you feel better. Like, so those two, that would be kind of a, a characteristic. It's like, I heard that was the one that came up. Yeah, like the LCD thing's interesting because like, like uh, maybe like that person is like task oriented and so like, yeah, like they have a list of like all the different ways to get a ticket. And so some of that, some of your part could just be like crossing things off a list like you don't even show them like doing all the antics, but. Um, yeah, it's like the sort of like it's it's sort of, that sort of happens in Hot Fuzz, right? Hot Fuzz has like the very regimented. Rigid, this is yeah. how you do the job. There's like a rigid structure yeah. to the person. And and I can see how if we did land like 
the two traits, because I'm sure there's some more we can come up, but if we yeah. land those, it'll tell us definitely which version of this we do. Yeah, right. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, that's I'm kind trying, of I'm trying to think of any other like char- like opposing characters we could have. I guess if 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 we're committed to the one character being somewhat loyal um, or dedicated, like what's what's a good foil for that, right? Like selfish. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. You know? So like maybe yeah. it's like so yeah like it's one of those relationships that work, but like one definitely takes more than they. Yeah. Yeah. What was and, not selfish? What was the other one? Dedicated. Dedicated. Yeah. Yeah, the dedicated versus selfish, because like de- the the selfish thing could play out like not necessarily nefarious, but just right. like it's like it's all about the person. Like I'm trying to help you, man. And it's like you know you're not. You're trying to help yourself. Yeah. But I, I also I also like the idea of of making these just like slightly more complex. So in other words, it's not just selfish, but he's nervous, right? And that's that's when we when it comes to a head, it's like you yeah. know, and they they like. They they, they, they start they have that argument or whatever. It's like listen, like you know, like I'm I'm like just as scared as everyone else. Like I just um, yeah. Well, do we want because he's not going to come up and be like I just want I just want shit that you've got. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do we want to just why don't we say that character two is a nervous, selfish person? Yeah, I mean, so like 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 they're it's the end of days. They're like going into survival mode. Like like they want like they're. That's what character two feels. Like. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's kind of pick that for character two. So then, uh, which which traits do we want to use for the other character? Are we going with is like the dedicated going to be yeah. the opposite, or like does it not have to be? I mean, I, I don't think it has to be. They don't have to be polar opposites, yeah. right? Because like we, we need to have like something that keeps well, them together. But, but but what we were talking about with like selfish and dedicated was that in this relationship, someone is a giver. And someone's yeah. a taker. Right. And so, right. so in like, this case, character two would have that opposite mm-hmm. uh, attribute, right? So yeah, the character yeah. two would be, you know, dedicated or loyal, mm-hmm. but they're also maybe maybe they're also impulsive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of that kind of lends itself to this like uncontrollable need mm-hmm. to to help um, yeah. their friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I mean I think that's something that pops up where like Someone who's more of an introvert latches on to someone who's more of an extrovert, you know, as a friend. Um, because too, like in the end, maybe, be, like if if the character one never gets a ticket, mm-hmm. character two could do the, the give him his ticket. Like mm-hmm. that could be his like final thing. And then whether or not what we do with that arc, yeah, like that could be something there. Like maybe they, they're not successful. He gets up his ticket, and they both give it up to someone else. But yeah. Um, okay, so I mean that's cool that we've got we've got our two characters. Okay, we know. So, so yeah, and we like I think we're sticking with the one ticket. Yes. Or that. Mm-hmm. And he has the ticket. Yeah, I think it still works. Okay. Do you, Chad? Do you think? Does it? Does, do our characters lend themselves to the one ticket, no ticket scenario? I mean, I could see it play out either way, okay. personally, but I mean. Yeah. The, um, the one ticket gives us like a, I feel like yeah. it gives us more like options to round out and mm-hmm. like evolve at least both one both characters mm-hmm. because there there's like a, an, an immediate yeah. conflict that will happen yeah, yeah yeah you know versus like the so i, I think that's where i would default yeah. to cuz that would I make agree. this character more nervous it's yeah. yeah and whoever like, has it like maybe they're not personal so it could be that they have one and part of it is that we decide how they yeah. rectify this who's going to yeah. take it use it whatever well, that's why i was saying like maybe if the one guy is dedicated to the Part of the ending is he gives it. He, he willingly gives it to his friend because they never get one. Yeah. And then, but the friend won't take it, or something. Like we can play yeah. with that. So or in something. this case, like character one is probably going to have the biggest arc. Mm-hmm. In other words, they're going to. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, I agree. I like I like the idea of one ticket because like I like the idea of having like have and have nots mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like nice. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. 
nice conflict that doesn't involve, you know, a competition or a gun. Yeah. <laughs> or a gun competition. Or a gun competition. <laughs> it's want, a competition for a gun. Can I see sick? Okay. Fight over. So now we just need to do all the middle stuff. Uh -huh. we'll, we'll get that in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I mean, we are aligned. That, I don't know if you need to write that up there, but it's it's a PBR rocket ship. It's, yeah. it's, it's sponsored by PBR. So yeah, real brief exhibition <clears throat> exposition is like newscast. Do we see a newscast? Uh, is that sort of like the intro? Like, is that like one of the first things we see? Is like setting it up as like a newscast or something like telling what the what's going on like earth is dying we're going to earth 2 yeah. sponsored by pbr on the uss i mean it's, whatever cook it's definitely like the economic way of getting there right like it's well it could be more of a it could be more of a news article the, the story could be about how like there's only a few tickets left yeah that I could mean, be the actual story my, my hope would be and just like my, my hope would be to do something kind of a little bit more clever, like Black Mirror, mm -hmm. how like they, they work the exhibition in the exposition in the story, yeah. as opposed to having like a, like like a giant like newscast at the beginning of every short mm -hmm. story that explains exactly what's happening. Yeah, um, I mean that would be my hope, but I'm not married to it because I know we don't we don't even have the luxury of you know forty five minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what if, like, what if what if it's um. What if it's like a like the bear, the tail end or a little short spoof on your on like documentary or newscast on Uriah Cook, the inventor of the these arcs? Yeah, I mean, I you know? I even like the idea of the commercial, like the commercial. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, that could be where they like where they. I, I'm like, kind of going get like you, get your tickets now. Yeah, only a few left. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The rocket leaves the uh, historical village. Aboard the Paps Blue Rocket. Yeah. Utilizing, utilizing the the greatest in technology by world famous inventor Uriah Cook. You know what I mean? No, I like Cook. Just like Cook, Cook, Cook. Okay. It's just Cook, Cook. Uriah Cook. Uriah A. Cook. Cook. But like buying PBR, so like that was the idea of like going out and trying to find like remote stores. I was just throwing all these things up here so we can like. This is just gonna, this is just gonna keep Dave busy like all day, just like making. <laughs> we're we're effectively making like two movies. <laughs> uh, no, I, I we, feel we, like need, the, we need the commercial team to to branch off. So, so we see the ad, and then what do we see next? Is it like? Well, and, and like, is it too, like, are we cutting Earth it to be like T O O, like Earth also? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Earth squared, like Earth two. Yeah. Earth. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm just kidding. I'd be it's okay. Earth two. I'd be okay with any of those because right. I would also be okay. I would also be okay with a moon base. Because <laughs> um, like with the no, commercial, PBR moon base. PBR base. Yeah, because can you cut it into the PBR base? Can you cut that into like you pull back and like it's just like one of them eating cereal? Like you can, st I don't know if you guys can do that. Where the TV still playing the commercial as like they pan out and stuff, so that way it's not like yeah. the whole thing's not just full screen the whole time. But yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. That's easy enough. And and do these these characters like do they live together? Did we decide if they hmm. don't live together? You know, like is is character does character is it, are we do we see character two eating cereal and character one comes over like to his house and what yeah talking that, about that, like how like yeah I'm so like I'm so nervous like I can't even eat anymore like I can't sleep you know how did character two get his ticket yeah I mean yeah that would be the next step because like is there do we reveal that almost like is he so one are they're not being they're not being sent these right like are we I guess. We have to go back. Like, how do, how does anyone get a ticket? Yeah, I mean, it's part of the ad, I guess. We know that it, we know that there's scares, and I, I guess there's probably like a, dip, a bunch of different ways you could get a ticket, right? Like, you could either but if you're if you're rich enough, you could buy one, or if you're lucky enough, you could win one through some sort of competition, <laughs> or like in in this case, like maybe it was gifted to this character, right? Like, so like oh, like my my like great grandma gave it to me because like you know she doesn't want to go to space anyway. <laughs> It was in her will. <laughs> okay, so like maybe it's like a, a friends type situation where like 
they're not roommates, but like they're comfortable. They just like walk in and like to the one friend walks in and like sees it on his counter or like on their fridge. Yeah, I don't know. No, I was thinking it's funny with Josh's idea of like you, either the rich can buy one or the poor can get one for drinking PBR. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like yeah, it's like limited, right? You know. Well, could you say that? Because yeah, like, like essentially, we want to say that like not everybody on Earth can go on these things, right? Oh. There's going to be people that will yeah. have to remain here. Like, and it might be like not in the, like it's fun in the movie is the idea that like the PBR ones are for like the working people like we need to get a bunch of workers there yeah right. let's put in the PBR they'll they'll do the, the I, mining I, I kind of like the idea that no one could decide on how to make this work so they make it completely random like, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, I don't know. It's like a corporate, it's, because it's a corporate sponsor. Yeah, it's so, corporate so sponsor. Like, how do you get? How do you pick people when you're like a big corporation? I mean, and, and like in an effort to not focus on one brand in particular, I do like the idea that it's just like a conglomeration of all these different brands. So like PBR is like sponsoring the rocket ship, right? <laughs> but like, yeah, maybe he he gets the ticket through like. I don't know. This box is no, it's all PBR. They run the world now. Like well, this new world, it's like. <laughs> I w- yeah, I was picturing like yeah, Earth Two. Like you show a picture, and, like, yeah. There's all those logos. Like islands are actually logos. There's like no more water, so everybody drinks beer. Oh, <laughs> like so uh, that's what plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> or like when they show like a, the the picture of Earth Two, like there's just ads all like all the sponsors yeah. for Earth Two. Like, I mean, I think it is important to figure out how he got the ticket. Yeah. Does he get it in the scene? Does he already have it? Is is character is character two coming over to character one house to tell him he got one, like to sort of admit to it? Like, hey, I'm, so maybe it's not yeah. that. Maybe it's character one who's eating, watching the thing, getting nervous. Character two comes over, and the minute like he comes in the door, character one's like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, I can't believe like what's yeah, going on. Like, what if I never get a ticket? And he's like, hold on, hold on, like I've got a ticket, you know. Yeah, I I like that because like so basically he he comes over he doesn't know he's, he has a ticket yet and like that's a, that's when like the uh, the immediate friction starts to happen like character two like I like listen comes I over to tell him he has a ticket like, yeah, yeah. Or, no like the other way around so character oh. one shows up at character two's house gotcha. to be ner- being nervous. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe the countdown is like maybe they have like there's like there's ten tickets left in the whole world. Like let, yeah, let's talk about the state of the world, right? Like is it is it kind of in disarray? Is so is the idea too like how soon is the world gonna end? Is this like? I mean, I I, I don't. It's not imminent, but it's like you know basically like someone said earlier like we trashed the world. Yeah. So it's like no one really wants to live here anymore. So yeah, so it's not it's not like I said Armageddon or Deep Impact where like well if you don't leave now like in a day. Like a meteor is gonna hit. Is there like years left? It, it would like, be like it would be like whoever's left is gonna live like Mad Max style. Yeah, you could yeah. like we could hint at things like I, I, I was sort of kidding but not kidding, which is like little things like you can't drink the water anymore, yeah. right? Like literally, all the water is bad. I mean, type of it, deal. Like, so like, whoever's yeah. left, there's just gonna be no law. Right. And you're like, gonna be living in this sort of. We're gonna like world. stop like making stuff here on Earth One. Like we're not we're not, we're not gonna make gasoline anymore. We're not gonna try to help. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, yeah. Because I was trying to think of like what. Because if that's the case, like, how much of, like, gas stations and, like, garage sales and stuff still makes sense versus if there's, like, well, there's going to be, like, 30 years left, but, like, we're leaving. Like, you, there's still, like, 30 or 40% of the world left. I, stuff would still happen until, like, Yeah, but I think it's, it's, the, it's the unknown. It's, like, okay, like, what happens when society leaves? Yeah. It's not that everyone's leaving. It's just, like, our, our society and our way of life is, yeah. is relocating, and we're going to be left with this you know, Mad Max style post-apocalyptic. So after dialing in the two main characters in the world they're operating in, we finally started to feel like we were getting someplace. <laughs> so so let me read this. The Earth is dying due, due to mankind's influence. The last hope for survival is to travel to Earth 2 via ARCs, whatever. Private corporations have begun sponsoring rockets to save more people. There is a random lottery of tickets for the last ARC, conveniently sponsored by PBR. Yes. Yes. Okay, we got it? Yep. Yeah, we got something! Likewise, we start quickly checking off the obligatory elements on our list. We need a character name. Should we just use our own? Chris? Chris? Yeah. I'm going to be James. Chris? Okay, it's Chris and James. Is yeah. it going to be you two? At the moment, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Chris, Chris James? Why does that sound funny to me? Chris Brown? James? Chris James. Rick James. Chris Rick James. James. Interior, home so of should I be Rick Chris. Then? Long story short, we had our two character names, Chris and James, and we began outlining the story specifics. In the background... There's a commercial of 
the PBR rocket or the government rocket? The PBR, PBR, PBR rocket. And I think you could even point fun at like, the government's only trying to help the like, smart rich people. Or like maybe not, maybe just like, rich people. Yeah. And then like, but the PBR is for the, mm -hmm. the, for every man. Yeah, yeah. for the every man. All right, I'm just, I'm just like writing yeah. random dialogue. Yeah. And this thing was like, get your tickets now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. All right, we can write the TV commercial later. Yeah. So yeah, I'm watching as it ends and says something like that. Do you enter, is that what you said? You like show up? Yeah, I was actually like, you're, like, you're, like, like, into, like Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you the nervous one? You're yeah, nervous, selfish? Yeah, nervous, selfish guy. So, so yeah, I imagine that like, James walks in and he's, he's like, I can't believe this. Like, I can't believe this. He just, he just walks in. Yeah. Walks in. Because they're friends and they can do that kind of thing. Yeah, they're okay. like in the same apartment. He's like, I can't, you know, I can't believe this. Like, I, you know, I freaked out for the last month. You know, until, it, you know, at one point there were a ton of tickets, and then there were no tickets, and now there's ten tickets, and like, yeah, I can't eat, I can't sleep. Like, what am I gonna do? I, you know, I, what am I gonna do if I stay here? Like, people are gonna pick me. Like, they're gonna pick me apart. Like, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. All I've got is these damn swords. <laughs> Um, and and like the whole time he, you're you're doing this, I'm just like James, James like I just keep saying yeah. it because I'm like trying to tell you like, yeah. and I and eventually I just like hold up the ticket. Yeah. Like, like are I, you kidding me? Yeah. You're like, how did you get that? And I I want to be like real clear in how the, the mm -hmm. tickets come. Like, is it from buying like cases of PBR and like that's what you like last you, like last and then they keep pointing over to you like empty cans. You're like, hey, I got. I it. guess that's true. This one would be a, have to be a PBR. Thing. Yeah. So like I didn't I didn't buy it trying to get the ticket. Yeah, I just bought it, and like I don't know if it really matters. I th yeah, but I think yeah. it's like, how did you get one? Yeah. It's I we need another one. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Doesn't okay. matter how I got it. It's just well, I think we established like he bought like a, a I just a bought six, a case of beer. Bought a case right. of beer last night. Yeah. yeah. But my point was like, do I try to fight, like fight him for his ticket right now? I don't know if you would yet. I think you would continue to freak out. Like <sighs> I can't believe this. Well, like. like my best friend has a ticket, and I'm gonna be left here all alone. Yeah, you're alone. like talking to yourself. So like, I'm picturing like mm -hmm. if you hold this up, like this is your ticket, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like, and I like go to like grab like yeah. this like something stupid like just like yeah, there's yeah. that or I'm I mean, like, one of those would it, be but, fine. Yeah, because yeah, and, it, and it's less serious. Like you're not yeah. gonna kill me. No, 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 no. I'm just like yeah, yeah. Getting, like slappy like stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some of that yeah. just to like. And you're like, I can't believe this. My you know yeah. my friend has a ticket. I'm gonna be all alone, and that's where I stand up, and I'm like, no, like because because now I'm the. I'm like dedicated and, and sort of under an impulse. Like, well, if I could, have, if I found one last night, not even knowing, like, let's just go find you one. So, just to give you an idea of how some of these primordial ideas ultimately translated into the final film, we're gonna play you a few clips here and there. Have you seen this, Chris? James. Have you seen this? You used to be like a hundred tickets. Now there's ten. James. I can't eat. I can't sleep. James. What? What is that? Is that is that one of those tickets? Yeah. How'd you get that? I bought some beer last night. Yeah, no. What? I can't believe this. I can't believe my best friend is going to Earth 2. I'm gonna be stuck here in the freaking Thunderdome. Yeah, do we start like going to stores like buying PBR? Up until now, one of the missing pieces of our story has been how Chris and James find, or fail to find, their second here, ticket. I, I liked where your head was at, Justin. Like, basically, it's gonna inform how they try to get another one, right? And if it, like, is it through the same means? Like, they go and, like, buy a bunch of cases and the... Because then it turns into, like, a Willy Wonka scenario, or is... Do they they try and, like, cut out the middleman because, like, this is happening tomorrow, and so they try and, like, steal one, or they try to, they try like, to counterfeit right. one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe the first thing... I mean, if, if we're working on sort of, like, a three-act or a couple, you know, like, a couple's, like, tries, maybe the first thing they do is go back where he bought it from. Like, okay, well, I guess we should go to the, you know, to Sauter's because that's where I bought mine. You know, maybe there's another one. It, and they're out of beer because yeah. everyone's already bought them. Yeah, is the idea that... It's like the first, the first thought is like, well, let's go buy, buy some more. Is it that... So it, they go to a... We do sort of a montage of them going to a couple places after the first one, and it's all sold out. They go to one place where there's like an asshole... Like, it's like this convenience store, and this asshole's got like one case left, and he's selling it for a lot of money. Yeah. Like, a million dollars for this this one. And you're like, you don't even know if there's a ticket in there. It's like, well, oh, I know. Well, a million dollars anyways. And that's where maybe we... They'd steal it. Maybe they steal it instead of buying it. And when they open it, there's no ticket. They, obviously, their first... I think their first step is to try and go 
like go back to the same store. Yeah. Go to other stores, and it's everything's like sold out. Like oh, they yeah, keep going around, and there's nothing yeah. there until they come to this like one convenience store where this like asshole clerk is selling the last case of PBR in the store for like a million dollars. So that could be Dave's care. Like like he's got. Yeah. I've got one left, and it's a million dollars. No. <laughs> or it could even be like on Craigslist. Yeah, like it, like the the point is is that yeah, like that that's the barrier to entry. Is there there is like, we make Dave like really creepy, and he's like, you know what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like those eBay things where like when a million all dollars, this, like yeah. <laughs> when all the Nintendo Switches were sold out, and some asshole bought like oh, ten. Yeah. You're like, uh, fuck that and, guy. And, he's and so them, like, what they end up doing is people. they decide to steal it from them. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they steal it from them, and in the end, when they open it, there's no ticket inside. It's it's just bricks. <laughs> so it's not an actual convenience store. It's just like the it could, last. Is it just case full of, of is it full of bush light? Yeah, they could. They're like, oh, gross. I, I do like that because they could, they, like, where they meet to like hand over the goods could be in the historic village. Dave's in his golf cart. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, like, 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 is that a trunk? Uh, it has yeah, something. It has the back. Yeah, zip. He's just got like shades on, and it's just—it's like it's like a sketchy and, like. Yeah. And so like they pull like people. a big Lebowski, and so like they've got like a bag that's yeah. supposed to be full of money. Ringer. Yeah, and they're trying to like, and so they 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 con Dave, they beat him, they steal yeah. it, and when they open it, they find out there's nothing in there because like he he doesn't know he's just selling the last case. I like that a lot. It's like yeah. it's like I don't know if there's anything in here, but you want it, so like yeah. million dollars, even Is, if there isn't. Is there something to, like, I like still, like, us getting ripped off, but is there something, if we want to play up, like, the dedication and stuff, like, do you, is there something that you have that's worth money that, you, like, your character gives yeah. up? No, or is it part of the buddy comedy where it's just, like, both people are, like, screwing each other? Like, I don't, I was just... Well, I mean, just, just really quickly, just to, like, color Dave's character a little bit more, I like Justin's earlier comment, like, he said, like, nobody wants to live in an apocalypse, and Justin's like, well, people with guns do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, Dave's, like, all, like, kind of, like, military <laughs> now, you know? Like, like, the reason he's not leaving is because, you know, yeah, like, yeah. he's prepared. Yeah. Dave's yeah. character became a turning point in the conversation. Basically, someone that our two heroes could really rally against. What would be our main, because, like, you know, in the short story, you kind of only have the one thing to overcome. Or not one, but, like, there's, there's either they overcome Dave. Because if they swindle him, you're right, he should come back. And that should be their, their the, the big protagonist of the story is then Dave. Yeah. Or is it... The, the relationship yeah. and trying to get on the rocket type of deal, that's the main focus. So, does that make sense? If Dave comes, let's say they swindle Dave, then I would go and both get a ticket, and the ending is them rushing to the rocket ship to get on before Dave in his golf cart like <laughs> murders them. I was, I was even going to say, like, this could be like a post credits thing. So, for example, by now the audience has totally forgot about Dave's character. Like, they, they, they likewise, they've forgotten that they've essentially made an enemy they both make a conscious decision to stay on earth and then it's like oh un unintended consequence this guy's out for blood now yeah he's pissed like, <laughs> he just hears go -kart right that's what i'm saying behind. like like or you know like maybe like, yeah. like they're like they're like watching the rocket take off or whatever and they're like walking home and it's like you just see them in dave's sunglasses like walking by <laughs> you know what? Uh, like, this okay like, like them walking like towards the camera like a yeah court, like like roaring up behind them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was going. Oh, yeah, like, like creeps uh, into frame, <laughs> like behind them. I, I was, <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> okay, I like, I like that. I was going in the opposite direction. That like, that like their their resourcefulness is that they made friends with the creepy guy at the end. Yeah. So you reveal same deal. I was thinking at the end you reveal it. So like cut back to the bookend of they're now both watching TV. They watch the last rocket take off. You like pan out a little bit, and they're like. In Dave's bunker, or or Dave is there, and he's like eating baked beans out of a can, like or something like whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like so likewise, yeah, because it, it could be like one of those situations where we think Dave is gonna like he's out for blood, but he's like, I admire your guys' survival tactics. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. You know? Without sharing all the boring details, we went back and forth for a little bit. We just needed to figure out how Chris and James met Dave's survivalist character. Yeah. Or whatever. you do it like through a you shelf. Know. Like, like they're 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 in one aisle and they're talking about how like like seriously there's no PBR in this in this town and then Dave like pulls out a box and he's like I hear you look for PBR like his, like you just see like part of his face and they're like yeah do you know where it is and you're like yeah I know I promise I will do anything to get you on that rocket did you boys say anything hey ice forward greenhorns you're about to blow my cover who are you don't worry about who I am. What you need to know is what I have, and that is ice cold delicious PBR. All right, so then there's the actual handoff, and you guys split pretty quick. 
Yeah, I think I, I think part of Dave's character needs to be like he's also like really twitchy and like he doesn't enjoy doing this either maybe. And so that's why like he gets in the car and like leaves. We like run out. golf cart. Yeah. yeah. Or could there could there be could we give like a comedic silly thing for that gives him a reason to have to leave? Oh, I mean, without checking. I don't know what that would be. I'm like just like a light or sign or something. Well, I, I figured it's just because I mean he's they're all, they, like they also have an opportunity to look to to check the bag out. Yeah. But no one does. He's duping them. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're both. They're duping each other. Right. right. So, yeah. So, so if he so were they, to open the thing, they then both, they would open. They both yeah. have incentive to like get out and like yeah. while he's while he's armed to the teeth. Um, like there's two, two of them, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, he, he, he gets in his golf cart, he flips the thing, he's like, beep, beep, yeah. beep, and he looks at you guys, he's like, because like, <laughs> because just like, because just like Dwight shoot, like this guy's not actually gonna murder someone. Yeah, like, right. He's ready for it, but like not really. <laughs> and maybe he says something like, like, like I got another deal that you like. You know, like I just want him to do like a couple different takes as he like drives by, like spill you later. <laughs> like, yeah, just like ridiculous. Like, I was thinking about that when you we don't just let Dave totally riff on, on his explanation of why you don't want the ticket, and we almost do that just like hard cut between things, like let him go on and on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have him just like well, because just, you don't understand. Like he's just yeah, like going. We just cut back to us like watching. This guy's fucking crazy. There's toilet paper. And this Dave said, "I'm like, don't open that too soon." Oh, it's toilet paper. That's what he wants. <laughs> That's what he wants. Got the stuff? Yeah. You got the beer? Still ice cold. Okay. You put the beer on the ground, we'll give you the bag. No dice, cowboy. Look, you put the bag on the ground and I'll give you the beer. Hey, why don't you want to go to Earth 2 too? What? Why don't you want to leave? Why do you want to stay here? <laughs> stay here? <laughs> That's exactly what I intend to do is stay here. Because you see, it's people like you who can't see the forest for the trees. Why, when you find yourself a man such as I, resources and skills, you don't need anybody else. We were only a few hours away from shooting, so in an effort to round off all the beats, we fast-forwarded the discussion to the end of the film. So then now, back to car or house, when you guys are going to reveal it? Like, you're going to... Because I, I picture you guys get in the car, we see him drive away, it could would be like, like... Could we be, like, in the park, like we open yeah. up the trunk and we're looking in the... I, I think... I, I prefer a car. Yeah. Like, personally, I, like, I don't want to go back to the house. I yeah. prefer a car. Because then, because ultimately we're gonna wind up where wherever like the rockets or like they're gonna like pick a spot and they're gonna like watch the rockets. Can there be okay? Can there actually be beer in the so that so that when we find out there's no ticket, like we're like like the last scene is us like sitting against the car drinking the beer, watching the rocket go up. Because like we're yeah. all, like the beer's fun. Like that's that's like that's, that's it, all we that's really cool. Like, yeah. yeah, we got our beer. Can we can we can we like. Maybe we drive. Just because it would fit your character. It's like at the end and the like, fine, we'll just like drink a beer. Can we totally shake the shit out of one? And so when you open it, it's just like. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that'd just be like, like, just like insult to injury. Everybody, it'll be like. Justin's like, I'll do, I'll do full frontal, but you cannot spray a beer. <laughs> so, so we open the case. We, we fumble through it. There's nothing. And like, maybe this is the first point where like you don't even. It's not that you're not even like talking now. Like this is the first time you're not like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? This is like, this is like pulling your hair. Like okay, like, like I can't even speak anymore. Yeah, right. Like so nervous, and that's, you know, and and like, yeah, I guess it would it would be sort of like really hard to talk during this scene. But like I sort of like pull out the ticket because like we we got one of them, and yeah, I like go to give it to you. I'm like here, you take it. You know, and you're like, what? And, I mean, yeah, this would be the, this would be the emotional, like, actual, like, dialogue scene. Yeah. So and then some, James, James is like, cool, man, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want it, because, like, I don't have to take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, no, like, I mean, was your response? I mean, your response is basically like, well, I'm not going to go without you. Right. right. You got to get to that rocket. What? You need to go to Earth, too, buddy. You've got a ticket. Here, you take it. What? You'll be safe there. No, it's your ticket. I know, I know it's my ticket, but I want you to have it. I don't care anymore. But I want you to blast off the outer taste. It doesn't matter anymore. What do you okay? mean? Okay, just take the ticket. 
But one of us can live. Yes, and it's gonna be you. No. Yes. I don't want to go. I don't want. I, I don't want to go if you're not going. Chris, you're my best friend. There were a few ideas that we decided to leave off the record. Things like, what do Chris and James do with the one ticket that they have, and what ultimately becomes of Dave's character after he realizes he's been swindled. All in all, we gathered about seven and a half hours of tape for this episode. So clearly, this is just a small fraction of the conversation. And ultimately, we walked away with second place during the film festival. And if you'd like to see the film for yourself, we'll include a link in the show notes. On a side note, we really get a kick out of doing this every year. It's one of the few times that we can actually apply the process that we practice on the podcast and create an actual movie. And we look forward to doing it again next year. And that's the show, everyone. Our logo design was by David Paget. Music and mixing by Dave Allen. And this episode was edited by Joshua Lytle. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.